At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of those is powered by the On My Feet Network and brought to you by the Up On Game Network. Be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS and Android devices and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to one of those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. So, yo, I just got back from SneakerCon. Man, I had such a good time. It was so good to have SneakerCon back in D.C. I like to say welcome home. Listen, SneakerCon didn't start in D.C. All right, I don't even want to, I don't even want to trick you guys into believing that, but it is really special when it comes to the city for me because there's so many sneakerheads and so many dope people and so many influential people in Washington DC in the surrounding Washington DC DMV area that have a huge impact on sneakers and sneaker culture and it's just a lesson and a lot of people that come from out of town shouts out to Seth Fowler and you know a bunch of other people that came through from out of town and visited DC you really get to see what we're real about what we're about man you know it's 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 all on display Dennis Rodman was there by the way which is really cool I didn't get an opportunity to speak to Dennis Rodman but it was really cool seeing Dennis Rodman it's just really cool seeing so many people in my city I talked about on the last episode that fellowship you know the fellowship you know sneakers is a communal thing hip-hop is a communal thing you know what I mean and so they meant to be worn outside it's meant to go out and and meet people and and share common interests you know so it was just really cool to have a big event like that in the city I hope everybody stayed safe and again I'm just very very happy and for my viewers okay my people that follow me on tiktok follow me on instagram follow the up on game network on tiktok and instagram 
We're going to have some dope footage for you, man. I got my cameraman, my man, Javante was there. We walking around, checking out some of the stuff. A lot of phone pauses, bro. I noticed a lot of phone posits in the building. You know, that warmed my heart. I've been telling P, my man Paul Spann, that I'm going to buy us and start buying um, phone posits again. I actually tried to cop a pair of mirror phones at SneakerCon, but the dude that was, you know, that had them, one, he didn't even want me to touch them, which I thought was really, really interesting. He had them out. As soon as I, as soon as I went to pick them up, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't get any fingerprints on them. I'm like, wow. I haven't heard that one in a long time, right? <laughs> then I wondered, well, why you got them out on display and you got them out so people can grab them? But anyway, cool dude. I asked him, like, yo, how much you, you know, what are you trying to do for these mirror phones? You know, mirror phones for a long time were on my grail list. I'm pretty sure I put them on my top pennies list. If, if I didn't, what was I thinking, right? But mirror phones were a big deal for me for a long time. And I'm going to be honest to my guy. Okay, because I wasn't able to cop him because he was looking for a trade. He's trying to get some paranormals, which is, hey, do you think that's what SneakerCon is for? But I do want to say to my guy, you probably could have got a lot of money out of me. If you just give me an opportunity, you didn't even really give me an opportunity to really, you know, if you gave me an opportunity, you probably could have got some bread off of me because not only am I back in the market for phone posits, <laughs> I was definitely definitely going to spend some bread on some mirror phones and i wouldn't have cared who thought anything about that mirror phones are my favorite but you know maybe next time maybe you watch the show maybe you hit me up uh you know maybe we could talk some business you know what i mean either way sneaker con was super dope i ran into my man dame chu at sneaker con aka dope closet thrift one of my favorite people shouts out to va he came down to dc to check out sneaker con the first time i actually met him in person i've actually done business with him quite a few times and he's been on this show so what i'm gonna do later on in this episode is i'm gonna run that interview back man because i know a lot of my up on game listeners have not heard that interview and dame has a really really cool story man he's one of the most interesting people in the space i think you know so i'm really interested to see what you all think about dame and hopefully you'll hit him up and do some business with him man because he's super legit super solid and a really really cool dude so we're going to talk to dame in a few before that though i'm going to recap the conversation from last week that me and paul span had about sneaker sitting because when we put the clips out there was some confusion okay there was a lot of comments about it you know a lot of opinions as to why the sneakers were sitting and that's what i like by the way let me just tell you all before we jump into this I love when we continue the conversation on social and I haven't even had an opportunity to really respond to all of the comments. It was so many comments, man. So many people watched that video. Thank you for that, by the way. Thank you for that, by the way. Really, I really appreciate that. But I really, really like when we finish the conversation because, you know, I'm just sharing my opinion on this show. I'm not I'm not the, you know, the the all knowing. I'm not the swami, right? Like, you know, it's just my opinion on why things are going the way they go in sneaker culture, right? I'm here to showcase dope folks, talk about the culture, and share my opinion on the culture. And you all are here to do the same, frankly. So a lot of people shared their opinion, but some people I disagree with. I don't think it's as simple as, oh, the quality is down, or oh, people just, you know, the, the sneakers look stupid. I don't think that's it at all. I think it's a little deeper than that. Me and Paul talked about it a lot. But there's one comment that was not on um, my Instagram comment, um, uh, my Instagram video, excuse me, 
that really stuck out that I'm really going to get into. And it kind of covers something I've been talking about for a while now on this show. So we're going to get into that. And then later on, we're going to talk to Dane True. But before that, remember, subscribe to the Up On Game Network. Big shout outs to everyone that listens, subscribes to the YouTube, to the podcast network, man. We are rolling, man. Let me tell you, we are doing dope things on this network right here, man. So be sure to go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. And spread the word about the network, right? Let people know about all the dope content we got going on over here, man. We truly appreciate it. And we truly appreciate you. All right, let's jump right into it. We're going to recap last week's conversation, and later on, we're going to talk to Dame Chu. All right, so like I said, last week's episode was... I wouldn't classify it as controversial. I hate when people... It was controversial. It wasn't that, okay? It was... It sparked some conversation. Many people had opinions. And, and, you know, it's funny that like sneaker culture, some people just really don't like it. And I get it. It's, you know, from the outside looking, it's all about materialism and spending money. But some people are upset because how the direction that the game has gone over the past two or three years where things are just unobtainable. They're super expensive or had been super expensive. So what Paul and I were trying to do was showcase the fact that Sneakers are sitting in stores. Not every sneaker, but sneakers are sitting. Okay. And some people have a hard time with that. It's like old habits are hard to break. You know, some people are confused. Some people are frustrated. I think some people really have gotten into the resale game a little bit late and are realizing that even though I would tell you sneaker con just happened and folks were there and people were buying. So it's not quite that. Okay. The money is low for some folks. All right. Recession is real. And I am saying, yeah, the recession is real. Okay. Inflation is definitely real, but it's people just being a little more picky with their stuff, right? People just being more picky and you're just going to have to adjust your prices. Anyway, talked about that a bunch of times on this show. You can listen to older episodes to really get my thoughts on that. But there's a comment I want to read. And for me, my YouTubers, I got my phone out, all right? Because I got to read this one. I got to make sure. And I should get my glasses. In fact, where are my glasses? I'm going to get my glasses for this one. Hold on. All right, here we go. Glasses on, okay? Phone out. I got to read this one. Shouts out to Jalissa Nicole, friend of the show, The Blueprint on Twitter. She's been on this show before. Super dope, Um, The Blueprint on Twitter. Shouts out to her, man. She said something that really stood out to me that I think sort of encap- just sort of embodies this entire conversation that we've been having for some time, all right? Glasses on, reading the comment. Sneaker folk, let's chat. Why are you upset when a shoe you want is called a brick? Talked about that term brick on the show before. Why are there weekly tweets about, but if this were a collab, would y'all want it? If I want a shoe, I'm happy as hell when nobody else wants them because it's easy access. What's the problem? Boom. Put my phone up. Glasses off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boom. To me, that's the problem. The tide has turned, and the normal consumer of sneakers has decided, you know what? I can't spend my money on everything. I talked about this a few episodes back, right? When I listed some of the wackest things in sneaker culture, and I talked about the problem with collabs and that there are too many collabs. That is a that has been an issue because the sneakers look dope. Don't get me wrong. The sneakers look dope. But when everything is exclusive and everything is special, then it's no longer special. If everything's exclusive, then it's no longer exclusive. You can't tease people all of the time, right? Listen, shouts out to Kari. He posted a picture from SneakerCon. I saw it too. There was this whole section of SneakerCon. A big shout out to SneakerCon. But this whole section of SneakerCon that was called Unreleased or something like that. It was basically just a bunch of shoes. Early access. That's what it was called, right? Early access, not for sale. And it was a bunch of sneakers just sitting like in this little section with these sneakers that were, you know, they're coming out soon. And they're just there. And we're at a sneaker convention. Okay. I've been explaining to people. Shouts out to my friends that have been asking about like what is sneaker con? Because sneaker con hasn't been in DC for a while. So a lot of people here, you know, had no idea how sneaker con even works. They heard about it, but they didn't really know what it was, right? And I was really explaining that it's in the name. It's a sneaker convention. It's a bunch of people there selling and buying sneakers with some entertainment sprinkled in. Right. So Dennis Rodman was there signing autographs. You got a DJ there. You know, some people are doing games and stuff like that. But for the most part, you're there to cop or sell. And that's what it is. So there's this whole section of sneakers that are there that are coming out soon that no one can buy. And 
that bothered some people, right? Because there's still this idea. It's like we haven't really agreed on where sneaker culture is right now. There's still this idea that like exclusive access is where it is. Where is that? I have something you don't look at me. And I'm telling you, the consumer base has decided that that's not where we're at with this anymore. So, yeah, sneakers come out and haters call them bricks. Haters call them bricks because they're available. Haters call them bricks because someone else can have something that they can have and they don't feel special anymore. And to me, that's incredibly wild, incredibly strange. You that self-absorbed that you have to be the only one to have this show. When there's so much out there, there's so many options, but you want the more expensive one because you want to feel special. Anybody that's running around calling stuff bricks, hating on what people buy, judging people. That's a problem. That's a major problem. You shouldn't be concerned about whether a sneaker is a high seller or not, whether it's expensive, whether there's only a couple of thousand, um, um, a couple of thousand of them, um, and put in production. You shouldn't be concerned about that. Do you like it? Does it look good on you? Do you feel good when you wear it? Can you afford it? That's it. I don't care if somebody got a pair of Reebok pumps. I got a pair of Reebok pumps. I'm going to start wearing my Reebok pumps. I dare somebody to walk up to me and tell me my shoe was a brick or whatever. I dare them. <laughs> it's not going to end up pretty. Because it's me. It's mine. I do what I want. Again, I've said this before. And some people had an issue with it. That's what fashion is all about. I even had somebody point out, well, you don't look no different than everybody else. Okay, I'm wearing what I what I feel comfortable in. So what? individuality doesn't mean you have to look insane individuality means you feel comfortable in what you do period period so yeah i agree with my good sis why are you concerned about if the sneaker was a collab no one meant why does that matter to you if the sneaker weren't a collab is what she was saying why would why would everyone you wouldn't want it so? And this is all coming from the Amamanier airship that came out, and some people have got access to that sneaker, and other people haven't. And this is what I mean by there's still this thing going on where we want sneaker culture to be all about exclusive access, and we only made it for this group of people, or we only made it for that group of people, or only this group of people get access to it early. Remember a couple of years ago, DJ Khaled had everything new. Shouts out to Khaled. Hey Khaled, if you're listening, come on the show. But there was a time when Khaled had everything new. And I get why sponsors and people that are are um, in charge of seeding product felt like that was a good thing because he's a superstar. But what it ended up doing is making the normal consumer, the people that actually buy the shoe, feel alienated, feel like they weren't part of it, feel like they like that there's a hierarchy in sneakers. I'm going to say that again. It made people feel like there was a hierarchy in sneakers that there's class levels in sneakers and we, we we've kind of created that and that's really goofy in my opinion we've kind of created that by saying hey Quavo has this Khaled has this this person gets that that person gets that that's one side of it 
someone I know, I don't know him personally, but I definitely follow her on Twitter and she's a dope person, got seated some sneakers and people started hating on her. Because they didn't get them. She got seated some sneakers because she's been doing the work. She got seated some sneakers because she's the right representative for Amamanya. Period. That's who they wanted to see the sneakers to. Why are you hating? Now they bricks. Now they, uh-uh, that's just, we, we got to cut this, man. We got to cut this out. This is supposed to be fun. I say it every week. It's supposed to be enjoyable. If you can't get your hands on a certain sneaker, do something else. And you certainly shouldn't be mad because the sneakers are available to everybody and they sitting in the store. Make your mind up. Either you want them to be available or you don't. Certain sneakers are sitting because we can't buy every single thing. Period. People are starting to make decisions and saying, hey, I have priority, so I can't buy that one right now. And for the people that are in the market and can buy the sneakers, you should just be happy. I'm happy. I went to SneakerCon and got a pair of Starfish Jordan 1 Lows. I've been wanting that sneaker for a minute. It ain't even had crazy resale on it. It just hasn't been in my budget for a couple of months. I was more than happy to go to SneakerCon, buy that sneaker. I wish I could have got the seller's name. I should have got the seller's name. That's my fault. Go to SneakerCon, buy that sneaker for basically retail. Walk out of there and not feeling like, you know, man, how am I going to feed my, 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 my family tonight? <laughs> That felt good. That's what it's supposed to be. That's how we're supposed to do it. Everything can't be exclusive. And you can't be hating on the people that have the opportunity to go get the exclusive. And just because you can't get the exclusive, don't hate on the stuff that's available. See this vicious cycle? What I just even said on my mouth sounds crazy. It almost doesn't even make sense. That's how silly we're being right now. Okay, sneakers are sitting. Some sneakers are sitting. And that's a good thing. You want to buy them, buy them. You don't, don't. It's not a big deal. Okay. Now on the happier things. Again, I was at SneakerCon. SneakerCon was super duper cool. One more thing I do want to say about SneakerCon is shout outs to the people that listened to the show that hollered at me at SneakerCon. That was a really good feeling. And also shouts out to people that I've been following on social media. Some people that have been on the show that I had the opportunity to meet in person. So, so cool, man. I really hope, you know, with COVID and everything and all the crazy viruses out there that, you know, we're able to duck and dodge that and have more events like this, man. I know there's going to be, you know, sneaker shows. I know my folks from On My Feet are going to be at a couple of sneaker shows throughout the country over the next couple of weeks. I know something happening in, in like Houston, Texas and in Michigan and other, you know, other cities. Shouts out to your city, man. Go to these events because they're fun. Be safe when you go to them, okay? Take proper precautions when you go to them. But go to these events because they are fun, man. And again, we can get out of this debating over what sneaker is this and is it sitting and does resell and all that. Forget all that, man. Get out and get some fresh air and talk to people, yo. That's the dopest part, man. Being out there and actually seeing people with stuff on and going, yo, what are those? 
So cool, man. I'm so looking forward to going to these events. And I'm actually looking forward to doing live shows somewhere, man. That's another thing I want to talk about really quickly before we get to Dame Chew. I'm going to be doing live shows, man. I'm going to be on location recording. And I'm going to try to go live every now and then, man. So hit us up, okay? Hit us up. Let us know what topics you would like to see discussed in any like live form. Let us know, man. We got some things cooking, and I met a lot of dope people at SneakerCon that's going to be on this show as well, man. Again, there's so many people in the world of sneakers that are doing so many amazing things, even outside of sneakers. I want to start having people on the show because we have common interests. There's going to be so much going on. I'm so excited. I could talk about this all day. All right, let me wrap up. I'm, I'm rambling now, so let me stop. Okay. Shouts out to my man, Dame Chu, Dope Closet Thrift, one of the true experts and pioneers when it comes to thrifting. All right. Understanding the thrift world, understanding the resale world and just understanding the 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 the, the, the secondary market and all of that. Man, he has an extremely interesting story. I talked to him a while back, ran into him and sneak gone again. Really dope seeing him. So I want to share this conversation with y'all. All right. Without further, without further ado, my man, Dame Chu is in the building. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, man, what up? What up, what up? What's happening? Yo, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, we, were, we, were, we were talking before uh, we went on air about like how much I just love thrifting, man. You're 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 a stylist. You're you're a thrift master, man. You you you're all things the culture. Um, how did you get into this? My mom used to go to the thrift store all the time, and I didn't like it at first um, <laughs> because you know nobody really at at that time really wanted hand me down clothes or. Mm thrifted clothes but then like you know what i'm saying as time progressed 
You know what I mean? I, I had like, I, I grew like a love for it. And I would frequent the thrift stores a lot, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just on some, like, running in there, maybe, like, grabbing some work pants or whatnot. And I would, like, notice certain pieces that would be in there, like some polo pieces. And so as I started to go into thrift stores more and more and more, you know what I mean? It's just like that, that it, it, it became like an excitement of what I was finding. And I started finding some craziest stuff. You know, I say some crazy pieces, and I started like really, really digging and digging and digging and digging. So it started from my mom, um, you know, not having the funds. You know what I'm saying to, uh, you know, supply clothes for me, my brother and sister, and having to go to the dress store. How did you flip that into becoming a personal shopper and a style consultant? So, like, um, real quick, my cousin, my cousin would come to my Chris. So I would, I would buy like mad polo pieces from the thrift store for like four bucks, five bucks or whatnot. And I would, we went to the same church together, me and my cousin, and he would be like, yo, where you get that from? And where you get that from? And I was like, the thrift store. And he was like, nah, I'm like, yeah. And then like his boys, because they was, you know, I don't know you say too much, they was in the streets. And so um, they would pull up and like one of his boys would come to church and be like, you got the polo crest weight? So boom, they would come to my house and shop my closet. Like all of the, neighborhood guys would come to my house because I bought a home and they would come to my house and shop my closet and they would be they would ask me for prices and I would tell them like $20 which is ridiculous for like a polo piece and so after a while you know what I'm saying people started hitting me up because at that time I was doing like a lot of like pants and polo pieces and sweaters like the whole young Joe joint <laughs> and then I just evolved into like you know what I'm saying more, more like casual styles and people started hitting me up like yo um, I like what you do and how you like your style. Um, like him, like show me what to do, and then that's that's how it became like a style consultant type thing because it was just me dressing regular, me, me dressing how I wanted to dress and people liking it. You know what I mean? I love it, man. I'm saying this, this to, like again, I said this to you off air. To me, this is a big part of the culture. You know, like a lot of people Major. get caught up and like the hype pieces, Supreme and all, and all that stuff's cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like you know the. the to me, a person with true style is somebody that can make it work, that can find yes. a piece and make it work. And when you're talking about the, the, the sneaker culture aspect of it, which I think these two things go hand in yes. hand, right? Yes. When you yes. talk about that, like, again, sometimes you find the dopest stuff sitting in a thrift shop or in a consignment yes. shop, man. Um, I'm going to ask him, but throw this at you, bro. What's the dopest sneak you found sitting in either a thrift shop or a consignment shop? Because I found a lot over the years, mm -hmm. and I think like round two. If you like if y'all follow if you ever follow round two, yeah. they on their on their show. I've been on their show like almost every single show. That's how, that's another that's another way I got ingrained into the culture too. Mm -hmm. But I found like Hermes scars. I found Gucci belts mm -hmm. this summer. I found Yeezy three fifty V twos. Um, sitting in the thrift shop, authentic, not bootleg. Mm -hmm. Um, I found um. Polo uh, cookie uh, cookie pieces. Mm -hmm. I found polo bear knit sweaters. I found carmine sixes. Mm -hmm. I found um, P rod um, SBs, Carhartt SBs. <laughs> oh my God, bro! I love it so much in the thrift store. Yeah, man. That people don't know. Yeah. Like, 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 like a month ago, I found uh, Batman SBs for five dollars. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You found Batman SBs for five dollars. Five fives, eleven and a half, twelve. Yep. Wow. But you still got it. I, I, <laughs> I went with this girl. Yeah. And, uh, 
she was like, uh, I want to go with you thrifting. And I said, okay. And so we pulled her to the thrift, we pulled her to the thrift store like 10 minutes for open. And she's not like into the like she's not into it. So she looking at me like, why he's so hype? And I'm running to the thrift store, like the door open. She like kind of moving slow. So I'm running, like, boom, grab my basket. And I hit straight, I, I went straight to the clothes, I mean to the shoes. And so she like, why? She literally asked, like, why are you running? I was like, you don't understand. It's like me and five other people in here. We going for the same thing. And as soon as I got to the basket, like to the little rack, that man SB said, my own top. I snatched them through in the bat in the uh, in the basket. And I grabbed like so many shoes. This is on my page. So many other shoes. She was just like, what are you going to do with those? I was like, wear them and sell them. And there it yeah. is, bro. <laughs> there it is, man. Yo, I love it. Man, one last thing before I let you go with it. again. Thank you so much for doing this, bro. I was telling Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Y'all was telling the story last week. Now, $5, I can't beat. All right. I cannot beat that one. That's the craziest one I've heard. I was just telling the story just last week to my, to my guest that, yo, a couple of years ago, there was a pair of De La Soul dunks just sitting mm -hmm. in the thrift for like 50 bucks and i looked at him i went i would go to that shop all the time something told me cop those things pick them up pick them up i never did it i never did it though i don't i, I just wasn't thinking straight and now to this day i wish i had those things i had i was tripping i was tripping man i was tripping they like they like sbs go for a dunks sbs go for it now 2020 2021 Four years ago Burlington Coat Factories, Rosses, Plato's yeah. Closets, $30, $40. No one wanted them. The yeah. brown and green was tacky and whack. We ain't wearing that now with the Travis effect. Oh, brown and green is dope, and they lives are fire now. Man, I love it, man. <laughs> I love this about the culture. This, I'm so happy. This is probably one of the most fun shows I did, man, because I just I love talking about this stuff, man. You see where it's starting to go. Everybody's into the vintage now and the vintage tees and all that, man. Yeah. I, I imagine a guy like you, you probably saw that coming a mile away, man. You know what I'm saying? You kind of see it. that fashion trend. Do you see fat? Are you are you able to see fashion trends uh, before they actually start to happen by, you know, working in the thrift or well, not working in it, but like dealing with the thrift stores and the consignment shops? Yeah. Um because you can see the trends you'll see the trends and you'll see like when you'll see when something's emerging and you'll and you, you can see it like me and a friend of mine we're like yo people are kind of getting away denim is still hard don't get me wrong good denim is still hard but people are trying to are people are more going toward the direction of pants now like nice like nice like chinos nice khakis nice pants Paired with your ones, paired with your New Balance. I see the New Balance thing being, a, it's never died, but I see it being another popular trend that's going to happen again because of the comfort, because of the style, because it looks dope with pants, because of some of the guys that's in the culture are getting older and they're liking that comfortability and they yeah. still want to look stylish. So I see pants and I see New Balance, Asics, um, and things like that beginning to, and plus all the collabs, beginning to be that next cultural wave and it's going to stay because like if you're like 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 dmv the whole dmv everybody know like in dc area new balance has been a thing forever and in, in philly and jersey new balance has always been a thing and it's got inducted into the south for like the mid um, like like more towards like uh va and you know maryland they even maryland had inducted um um you know new balance but i see that being a wave for like us in the culture it's, yeah. it, it's evident dudes wearing bags and they're wearing cardigans now mm -hmm. you can't wear you can't do a cardigan with with jeans you gotta do it yeah. with pants yeah <laughs> that's real bro 
That's real. I love it, man. Thank you so much for joining me. It was really fun. I hope to have you on again, bro. Yeah, and yo, I'm going to be going be going through your page because, yo, if you got, man, size 12, that's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be hollering that's at you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No doubt. I'm available whenever, man. Um, if you give me a time, I'll make it work, man, for real. Appreciate you, brother. You'll be good, all right? All right, man. Shout out to Dane, man. Uh, I, I, you know, again, man, he's, just, he's, he's one of those genuine people, you know, you tell he loves what he does. He loves fashion. You know, he loves finding pieces and dripping and, and all sorts of spots, man. He's creative. One of the most creative people, um, I've come across in this space, man. And I think we need more people like that. We need more creatives in this space, man, because it's all about storytelling. Like Paul talked about last week, the storytelling is important. It's not just some brand coming up with a, with a, you know, imaginary story for a sneaker to sell it to you. It's about the people that go out and buy this stuff. The people that, that partake in this thing, telling their story. We, us telling our story is where it's at. Okay, so big shout outs to him for joining the show. Holla at that man. Dope Closet Thrift on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, I believe. All right, man. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. Thank you all for participating in the conversation post show. Let's do this again because there's so much to talk about. And in order to do that, you know what it is. Follow me. MSR underscore Adam. MSR underscore Adam. Follow the team up on game network at up on game network and follow the squad at on my feet network man we got a lot of things going on all right remember subscribe to the podcast feed subscribe to the youtube feed share the word spread the word you know what it is man i appreciate you all let's keep the conversation going remember to mind your mental health always do that remember to mind your physical health vitally important and listen keep doing what you do continue to be great I'm up out of here. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.